0: hello hello on today's show i'm gonna talk about some bad movies uh mike is going to make some connections on in case you didn't know and unfortunately we're a short staff show today Uh, but let's enjoy Welcome to your favorite whatnoting live streaming podcast, Comics and Collectibles in the Crawl Space, as usual. I'm your host, Kevin, and we are short staffed today, but uh, if you're going to have a short staff, uh, what better to have just as a solo partner than Mike? You want to say, hey, Mike?
1: Hey, good to be here.
0: (laughs) I was kind of like set at a loss because usually I'm like I'm doing you're doing and blank and I'm like as soon as I said and I'm like uh and we're shortstop (laughs) (laughs) I kind of had to throw that in the last second so sorry about poking that a little bit how's it going good
1: it's going really good
0: uh first thing we want to do is Okay sweet profit profits. Did I do it good that time I didn't I didn't uh, set you up with to fail that time
1: right it was perfect.
0: Okay good yep. All right
1: let's look at our profit profit selections. Here are 10 covers for books coming out this Wednesday November 23rd. The exceller group and our families have selected our top three favorites. In order for you to win the profit profits contest you must choose the covers that make up our top three. Post a comment during this live stream of the three covers you've selected. The cutoff time for your submission will be announced at the beginning of the Pick 3 segment. Winners will receive their choice of one book from the 10. We'll send it to you free and we'll even cover the shipping. So I'll run down real quick. We've got Detective Comics 1066, Deadly Neighborhood Spider-Man 2, Amazing Spider-Man, The Hollow's Eve variant 14, uh, Ghost Rider, Danny Ketch, Marvel Tales number one. Alien 3, Midnight Suns 3, Harley Quinn, the 90s cover 24, Punchline, the Gotham game 2B, X-Men, the trading card variant Number 17, and Amazing Spider-Man number 14. So head on over to uh, the Exceller page on Facebook. Have a look if you want a closer look and then come back here and comment what our top three are going to be. That's awesome.
0: It. Yeah. I guess I should say too that, uh, Patrick is obviously, uh, who we're missing today. Uh, and then we had a fill in mm-hmm. for com or for the collectibles on the horizon. And, uh, that fill in kind of dropped out too. Oh, I've got it. I still have the special guest host, uh, in the <laughs> title, but I'm gonna have to change that because, yeah. uh, it's just going to be us the whole time. But, uh, I think we will do a fine job. I agree. And, uh, You're on deck for the first thing again this week. uh, One of my favorite segments. Here we go. All right, what do we got? All right. In case you
1: didn't know, in 2011, the Fantastic Four Volume 3 issues 583 through 586 had connecting covers. Um, Now, the thing with these, when I first stumbled across them, it was very confusing because there are two sets of connecting covers for 583 through 586, and they're not just first printings. You know it, it, they they covered multiple printings and uh i have uh this a little more organized <laughs> so people can find them a little bit easier so we're looking at issue 583 584 585 and 586 A 583 it shows that's the third printing 584 through 586 those are second printings So that's what you need to look for to make that connecting cover. And then we have the same issues, but one printing later for each one. So they go fourth printing and then third, third, third.
2: (laughs) That's crazy.
1: It is. They're they're great covers. Um, And then to to finish it all off was uh, 587. Now this is a second printing. (laughs) So they're all later printings for this quick run.
0: So I guess the big question is, so go back to that last one again. So with that 584 third printing, which is the first part of the connecting cover, would that be the A cover of the third print? You know what I mean? How does that work?
1: No, actually it's yeah. 583 is the first one in the connecting cover set there, but no, it's, it's not an A, B, C, D, or E cover. It's just going to be the third printing.
0: But if there's three different covers for the oh. third printing, you see what I'm saying? Is that considered the third printing A cover? That's weird.
1: No, there, there's only one cover for the third printing for 584. So oh, Five oh, gotcha. eighty four, oh, five eighty five, five
0: eighty six. Oh. oh yeah, I was confused there. I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, I just saw they all were third printing, that's so it. yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah,
1: you're getting me confused again. <clears throat> right. I messed this up.
0: <clears throat> okay, so always when it's uh, so there's no multiple. Okay, that's a good question then. So there's no variant covers, or I guess there's there's never mult. Is there never multiple covers for a? uh third printing or fourth you know for a subsequent printing there's only multiple covers for first printing is that is that the case do you know no there
1: there are like second printings and there are variants for second printings and there are even ratio variants for second printings
0: so then those are considered a b c of whatever yeah, printing I think, it is, right? yeah I
1: think though in, in that case though though a b c d them but in this case
0: confusing like
1: yeah now You know, quickly, what, I don't know if you have an idea on what the most, in your opinion, what the most famous connecting cover set would be.
0: I'd assume it'd be X-Men number one.
1: I assume that as well. (laughs) And we're going to go with that because I didn't look at any numbers. um, But this is something that you might not know. And I didn't. I'd look it up. You know, we always look at what's the first variant cover was Man of Steel number one right do you know what the first connecting covers are
0: oh that's a good question yeah um
1: you want me to give you a publisher
0: <laughs> it'll narrow it down no away. no no go ahead go ahead yeah just D- tell me.
1: okay here we go i have a picture of it right there so we've got new teen titans number 37 and batman and the outsiders number five this is uh george Perez. And it's December 1983.
0: Uh, it's awesome. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Yep. I don't know how many times I've seen those covers separately and never connected them. <laughs> you know, because George Price covers, are, there's always so much going on. Right. And uh yeah, I just never made the connection on those two. I don't have either of them. Um, So it's not like it's a book that I had read, which I would say, oh, this continues in Batman and the Outsiders. So,
0: you know, every time I see uh, connecting covers, I always think what would be my biggest utilization of a connecting cover? You know, like, because obviously you got them in your box all in a row, you know, so you never can connect unless you obviously pull them out and put them side by side. But what would be, I guess the best utilization would be to, frame them or obviously if they're graded and then hang them beside yeah. each other that'd be cool.
1: Yeah, there are guys that I've seen online um that they do that. They've they've gone out to Michaels and, and Hobby Lobby and they found perfect sized frames that, that hold like four books or two books and they've got them set up and I'm really jealous of them because I want to do that. I'm a big fan of connecting covers.
0: Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah. And they, they put them
1: I'll see if I can uh track down some frame sizes and things like that and uh, put it up on the exceller uh, page. Um, yeah, I would
0: definitely love to have that up for X-Men number one. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One,
0: two, and then I really like that. What was that? Spider-Man. We were talking about how confusing that those uh, Spider-Man connecting covers were because they were not uh, only different, they came out at different times and they were different uh, titles.
1: Titles. Right. right. Yeah. I think it was that the Art Adams set.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I guess there was eight of them, maybe. Yeah. yeah.
1: So many different titles, and those are those are tough to put together.
0: Well, uh, as I told you when you showed me this before, I did not know about these Fantastic Four, <laughs> and and it's making them different printings even makes it more confusing. You know, you think you here's what's kind of strange about this situation too is, <clears throat> obviously, when they did the second printing. Wait, do the first set again. Show the first set again. Okay, and then the second set. Okay. <laughs> so, when they made when they came out with the plan for making a third printing, and they made the first picture be the fourth printing, of the connecting covers right isn't it kind of crazy that they basically came up with the plan okay there's gonna be a fourth printing because without the fourth printing the first picture of the connecting covers would be missing
1: right Right. yeah
0: so they basically when they printed the third printings they said okay we're definitely going to be doing a fourth printing of this
1: exactly I guess. I'd have, I'd have to go back and look. I, I should have looked to see the release dates on these.
0: You see what I'm saying? They kind of yeah. consciously made it a point that they were going to short the third printings, knowing a fourth printing was going to come. Right. So then, they could make the fourth printing cover. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's they.
1: Well, they guaranteed a lot more sales because then, once they got that first cover for the fourth printing, it's like, wow, we're going to have to second and third print the rest of this because everybody's going to want to finish that puzzle
0: (laughs) yeah imagine being in that crazy meeting yeah i've got an idea this sounds like some kind of crazy idea if i was working in that (laughs) yeah that i'd come up with right
1: yeah kevin's connecting cover conundrum there we go
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's totally crazy but it's cool that's for sure i think at least So. okay um I want to talk about something random real quick. And actually, uh, this is something that uh, another show gave me an idea. They were, they were talking about it and it's primarily a gaming show, which obviously we aren't, but since we were planning on having Tyler, that was going to be our mm-hmm. special guest host on the show today. Uh, I want to mention something that uh, him and I are really into right now. <clears throat> And uh, I think I showed it to you for a minute um, oh, a few oh, days yeah. ago, Mike, but Marvel Snap. Yeah. I just want to mention this real quick because I would like to get into a discussion about this game further whenever, uh, you know, Tyler's on the show again at some point. <clears throat> but this is, a, this is a, I think it's maybe within the last couple months, new uh, Marvel mobile game and it's a card game. Um, that's kind of like this. Uh, there's three territories and you, you, whoever wins two territories wins the game two out of three. And there's only six turns. The longest one game can last is six minutes. (laughs) So it's very cool that way. Very short. Um, you know, if you don't have a lot of time and you want to get a real quick game fix in, but, uh, I wanted to just mention this because I want to talk to Ty Ty about it or with Ty about it on the show, but I won't since he's not here. But you should check out this game. uh, Patrick, if you check out this video or you're watching now, uh, you should check out this game. I recommend to everybody to check out this game. Uh, Like I said, it's an Android mobile game. It's free to play. Of course, there's ways for them to make money. We'll talk about that as well in the future. But uh, I'd like to get as many people to check this out, uh, to talk about it as possible. It's, I mean, it is so fun. It is so quick. And I think that's part of its charm. I literally can get on and play one game, like randomly, like 10 times throughout the day, you know, or sit and just play for an hour. But, uh, the way this is kind of set up to it kind of, it, it, it kind of makes it so you don't overdo it too, which I think a lot of people that play mobile games can relate to the fact that, you know you can overdo it a lot especially with a mobile game because you constantly have your phone with you um but this kind of actually at some at, at to a point kind of encourages you to kind of step away for a minute and come back later you know that kind of thing so yeah that's a great game so i just want to mention that real quick
1: yeah well you, you and you had showed me a few days ago i don't have <laughs> any i don't put games on my phone right. for that reason that you said it's like you know they're too long i don't have to, i don't have time right um you mentioned that you showed me and then it's just another one of those instances. We've all run into it where our phone is listening to us. Cause then I, anywhere I went through Facebook, all the stuff I'm getting ads for that game. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe because it's new, it's popping up. And, and you know, a lot of stuff I look at is comic book related, but uh, it's just started popping up. Um, and I may, I may download this one um, so we can talk about it in the show. And if they're really short games, yeah, uh, I, I, I strongly
0: yeah. recommend it for a lot of people, obviously, but it's, especially for you too, because, you know, like I said, and like you just said, is since it is short, I think you know that kind of fits your gaming, you know, kind of uh, attention span. Attention span, and, right. <laughs> and you like you like magic, and it's yeah. very it's very similar as far as, uh, you know, mechanics of the game are concerned. It's kind of magic-y, for lack of a better way to describe it, and. Uh, but what's really cool about it and what's really attractive and I think why you'd especially like it, too, besides for those other things is because the abilities of all the cards really kind of match the ability of whatever character, you know, like, right. like, if I've got Nightcrawler, his ability is he can move to another space, move to another territory one time during the game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So and then and then it's cool too, The the card will actually poof away like Nightcrawler does and then poof yeah. back into the new location. He bamps. He doesn't poof. He bamps.
2: bamf yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, like Iceman will, uh you know, make a card cost more. So he shoots out this shot of ice at the enemy player, and it freezes one of their cards. It's like it's it's very thematic, very fun, and the art's great. I love the art. That was it.
1: Something that uh like eleven year olds can play.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, so definitely. Okay, good. Then yeah.
1: I'll I'll play it. I'll get Marcus to play it. And then that's two more people. We'll have a big discussion on one of the episodes.
0: Perfect. Perfect. And I'm glad you mentioned that too, because here's another thing I love about this. 11 year olds can play, you know, I think maybe 10, if you get below that, it might get a little bit convoluted for them, but you know, 11 year olds can play it, but he ain't beating me. (laughs) With my (laughs) deck, right? So like 11 year olds can play, but it'll only put you up against people that are at your skill level, you know? right so my point is 11 year olds can play it but then extremely strategic thinkers and Mm -hmm. deck builders and stuff can it's very competitive on a high level as well so it kind of covers the gambit in that way you know Mm -hmm. and just let you know the the decks are only 10 cards there's only six turns in a game and there's only 10 cards in your deck that you build all right
1: all right let's save it for the show
0: so that makes it even easier so i'm just trying to talk you personally into it right
1: now well i'm in i am in. okay
0: all right cool okay all right so the next thing we want to talk about and i think uh quite a few people are going to be excited about this
1: yeah i had questions in in the house already this weekend
0: uh yeah then we had uh that was our only comment on the video uh last week was (laughs) referencing this so uh we're back Nice. All right, everybody, don't get too excited. Yeah. Uh, this is basically <clears throat> uh, letting you know this is kind of a teaser, teaser for Cover Combat. We don't have uh, it all worked out yet. What we're this is our plan. So Cover Combat Two, and I guess I should have changed that uh, scroll to say Cover Combat Two. Yeah. Uh,
1: I'm sending Patrick the look. I need him to add a Roman numeral two on our Cover Combat logo. <laughs>
0: so. Oh, yeah, and I actually need to do that to the video, all that. I, I, well, I just, the, the first part is taken care of. Boom, there you go. Cover Combat 2 in the, is officially in the scroll. Uh, so <laughs> here's what we're going to do. Uh, we've got about uh, how many how many different options for Cover Combat 2? One, two, three, four, five, six. So we've got six different options for Cover Combat 2. Go ahead and say what they are right now, right now, Mike.
1: Uh, a specific artist... So we'll all pick, you know, Art Adams covers or Neil Adams covers or George Price covers gotcha. um, or an assigned artist where each individual will be assigned a particular artist. And uh,
0: and they pick just that artist, but everybody will have a different artist. Right. Gotcha.
1: Um, a character. So either be all Wolverine covers, all Superman covers, Spider-Man covers, something like that.
0: We can actually um, do that both ways, just like you did the artist too, where we all pick Wolverine covers, or you give each each of us a different character. That might that that'd be cool too, right? Right. Yep. Okay.
1: Uh team themed. So um, you know, Avengers. Okay, four Avengers, Titans, X-Men.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: X-Men. But at one point, isn't everybody an X-Men or Part of the Fantastic Four.
0: Well, I I think if we go with that theme, it would be, it would have to be currently a team. Like I couldn't use a Wolverine cover for the for an X Men team, right? I don't know. Well, that's what I think.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, uh,
1: Universe or publisher? Um, This is you know DC or the Hellboy universe or uh, you know stuff like that.
0: Black Hammer, Black Hammer, or just the Marvel Universe? Yeah, I got it. Right.
1: The ultimate, you, you know, ultimate uh, books for Marvel. Who knows? And or then, uh, yeah,
0: right.
1: and uh, the go. last one would be decade: sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, twenty tens. Probably just every ten. Well,
2: that's a
0: Decade. <laughs> yeah, that's a decade, right? Right. So, so basically, what we're gonna do, <clears throat> Mike's gonna put up a post. In the Acceler group. This is going to be a vote uh, for this first week. uh, Just in the Acceler group. Uh, Mike will do that as soon as he can. Uh, Maybe today? Today. Mike? Okay. Then everybody in the Acceler group will vote on what we want the theme for Cover Combat 2 to be. And then um, next week is... Uh, is it, is it next, is next Sunday Thanksgiving week?
1: Yeah. Thanksgiving's on Thursday, Black Friday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. So we're not having a show next week at all. Right. But what we will do internally is, uh, Michael post, uh, all of those options in the Xceler group, the Xceler group will vote as to what the theme should be. And then next Sunday, Mike will let us all know what the theme is and then everyone will have a week from that point to submit their covers and uh when i say everyone this time that will include mike so how many there's going to be seven of us seven. in this right yes so wh- wh- what are we going to do like uh eight nine covers a piece that'd be 63 eight fifty-six. or are we going to do 10 again for 70
1: well I'm gonna try that. I've gotta do some math. Okay. Cause I I I don't want to do that bi-week, like it worked out fine for us. Um but we we kind of we really like, once all the covers were submitted, that's when we started doing the math down and it didn't work. So um
0: so we I, need you need to do the math. And I got this gnat flying around my face. We <laughs> need to, I'm doing a show inside, I'm not outside right now. Uh, So we need to do the math to where it will work out to have the correct amount of weeks totaling an even amount for each uh, participant to to submit books, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, there's probably just one specific number out there we have to hit that can be divided in half and half and half and half and half and half.
0: Right, right. It
1: could be simple to come up with. So we need a mathematician to comment below.
0: All right. (laughs) Yeah, please (laughs) help us out.
1: (laughs) Divisible Um, by seven. Because there's seven participants.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that'll be two weeks then from today. Cover Combat 2, round one will officially start, correct? Yep. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Can't wait.
1: I know. It's going to be exciting.
0: So uh, everybody in the group, make sure you uh, get your votes in in a week. I'll help everyone on my uh, my end of the group. Make sure that happens. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. All right. So like I said, just a little bit of a teaser, but everyone knows now that it's on its way. So let's get in some regular stuff here. All right, I actually didn't uh, get a whole lot watched this week. As far as geek related stuff is concerned, I am going to cheat a little bit uh, Mm -hmm. with this first one. I just want to mention this uh, real quick, because I finally got to check out Top Gun Maverick. And I feel like this could kind of cross over into geek culture a little bit, even though this is kind of a, you know, a serious real world movie, of course but since it's kind of eighties pop culture that kind of falls into the geek culture as far as that's how I'm cheating this in. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll buy it.
0: (laughs) Okay. I just want to mention this though. Did you get a chance to see it yet, Mike?
1: No, but I, I really want to, I'm hoping, uh, you know, I'm hoping that it's uh, appropriate for Mark because he really wants to watch it too.
0: Awesome. Yes. Yes. To all that it's appropriate. And, uh, so Top Gun Maverick uh, might be my favorite movie of 2022. Uh, and I actually, uh, you know, I lied last week. I, I didn't get to see Black Adam and uh, Black Panther. I did get a new truck this week, so that kind of took there up all my time. So, <laughs> so uh, who knows, maybe one of those might topple it, but uh, as of right now, yeah, gun maverick man it's so good and and then i talked to uh max actually he was actually able to call us uh yesterday for a few minutes and i talked to max about this and uh you know he is currently active duty marine and uh, he told me the scuttlebutt uh, amongst the other marines is oh man it was just the same as the first one well i disagree with that to a point uh but i can see where they're coming from uh on the other side of that coin i uh The, the, uh, formula is extremely similar to the first one and they do a lot of flashbacks in this to the first one as well. Uh, but it's completely new original story and there are a ton of differences to, to where I say that if you say it's the exact same, you're just being ridiculous (laughs) and exaggerating to try to convince people that that's the case, but it's really not. It's, uh it's definitely a lot different uh but uh definitely a lot of uh you know reminiscing on the first one throughout
2: mm-hmm.
0: man this was so good in my opinion like I said uh I would probably give this my yeah. favorite movie so far so definitely check it out and just to let you know Mike'm I'm, I'm definitely gonna buy this soon so mm-hmm.
1: yeah I haven't that heard anything to
0: watch it if rather than having to pay for it anywhere you know
1: yeah, yeah I haven't heard anything bad about this movie it's, it's one of those that absolutely awesome
0: yeah yeah
1: and i and maybe it's you know uh the the audience that it was made for is pretty much the only audience that went to see it which (laughs) maybe that's why it did so well
0: well it seems like that might not be the case because yeah it did I, i i feel like there are a lot of people that really went and saw this with the kind of numbers it's looking like you know I feel like the people, the ones, there's a lot of people went and saw this, that it's not exactly their wheelhouse and enjoyed it. Perfect example is my wife. This Mm -hmm. isn't her wheelhouse, but afterwards she was, she was like, looked at me and she goes, wow, that was really good. And I was like, yeah, "Yeah, I know. Did she say, why couldn't you be a pilot? I want to. (laughs) And it's got the new, here's the other thing too, is this prompts all kind of new, like, I'm like, Okay, I want to see what the newest jet in the military is right now, and then and then now I want to get a die cast of that jet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My new favorite jet. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm too old to be saying, I want to be a pilot now. That those those days are yeah. possibilities are behind me. So all I can do is now talk about it. I do wanna collect this stuff, you know. But anyway.
1: <laughs> you know, real quick while we're on this, I know it's your segment, but yesterday we watched uh, speaking of Jets, we watched uh, this documentary, Pepsi, the Pepsi Jet thing, the Harrier fiasco, I think it was 1996. I never heard of it. It was some kind of contest. Some This 20-year-old ended up getting enough points that Pepsi <laughs> from their commercial, he won a Harrier. <laughs> and they're they like, no, no, no. We were just kidding. And he's like, no. The, the, you weren't. <laughs> so there's, wow, there's, I've
0: never heard of that either. What's it called?
1: Um, I think it's called the pet, or "Where's My Jet," or "Where's yeah. My Harry," or something like that. "Where's My Jet."
0: What's what is it on?
1: Uh, I think it's on Netflix. It's four episodes.
0: Oh, I need to watch that. That sounds fun.
1: It's fascinating. I mean, who doesn't want a Harry? Yeah,
0: a- right, right.
2: <laughs> so,
0: uh, and- incidentally, I rented this on Redbox, uh, but you can you can rent it on multiple platforms now. But um or buy it of course uh but i don't think it, it's definitely not streaming anywhere that i'm aware of yet so just let people know about that but like i said it'll be streaming for you soon mike because i'll uh i'll buy it and then uh you know it'll be on my voodoo so nice <laughs> i'll let you know when i pull that trigger yeah
1: hey just make sure you signed into your voodoo and not mine
0: yeah i gonna buy it for you <laughs> <laughs> all right um I want to, a couple of reasons. I want to bring this up, obviously, because it's great. That's why I cheated in there. But then also, uh, because then I've got nothing else. to I've got nowhere to but down to go from here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I and I can only imagine what I'm going to hear from you as soon as I show this poster for Necrotronic.
1: <laughs> there are so many reasons. Just keep on scrolling past this. <laughs> But it's also so bad that you've got to look at it and go, "Eh, I got—I really got to look and see."
0: (laughs) So, (laughs) I'm the exact opposite. Part of the well, you with your with your reaction from what what was that Cosmo Ball or whatever, Uh, and then the uh, other one—I can't remember that other one, bad one. Uh, Your reactions are funny with the posters. About how, man, as soon as I saw this poster, I knew it was horrible, you know. Um, But at at this point, it's like I see a poster like this. I'm like, oh, I got to watch this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there's a few interesting things about Necrotronic, okay? So I literally made a list here. It's actually the only list I made today. I'm probably going to need a list for multiple reasons later. But uh, it's the only one I made, okay? Check this out. This movie is a combination. Okay, no, it's a, it's a, it's a recipe. This is, and this is the ingredients. Okay. (laughs) Okay. A little bit Ghostbusters. Dabble in some They Live. Throw in a big heaping of The Matrix. A little sprinkle of Return of the Living Dead. Some Resident Evil in there. Mm -hmm. American Werewolf in London is a good addition to this recipe. The Walking Dead is in here. You can get a little, little tiny taste of Pokemon Go. You <laughs> got some John Wick,
2: uh-huh.
0: Stranger Things, and then last but not least, Lord of the Rings. Put all that in the pot, you mix it up real good, you get Necrotronic, okay? And I'm it not. Sounds, even...
1: It sounds like it should be amazing. <laughs> exactly.
0: The fact that I'm not even joking... Many, well, all, all, everything I just said, there were scenes in this movie, and multiples of each, uh, that totally took my head to, wow, that's like Ghostbusters. Wow, that's like They Live. Wow, that's like Matrix, you know? Like, I'll just give a couple examples. Like, with They Live, there, you know, there's a way that the main guy there in the middle of the, the poster you see there, he's the only one that can see these uh demons okay okay and then um with uh ghostbusters they are ca- they're they're basically capturing demons they literally capture demons and put them in a little box <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. and then uh there's a couple scenes that totally put me in mind of john wick and the matrix kind of fighting stuff you know <laughs> so anyway like i said uh all that's in here okay and then a couple other things i want to reference um I don't really the main guy is recognizable uh but I wasn't I I can't place what he was in I actually looked it up and I couldn't find anything he was in but um man I had I should have had this on my phone as well but the uh the actor remember uh, 300 part 2 the second 300 movie
1: I didn't watch it I remember it but I didn't watch it
0: okay okay do you remember at the end of the first 300 the one who's telling the story of 300 he's missing an eye you remember that no, I don't even remember. okay that. well uh that guy's in this oh, okay. <laughs> he, he's also he's also in iron fist uh iron fist i think it's iron fist's uh father or no um The bad guy's in Iron Fist's father. And he actually is one of the bad guys. Uh, He's in this. Um, Man, again, I should have the actors, actresses' names up. Uh, The lady in the middle there underneath the demon, um, she's a big actress, too. She was in, um...
1: You rely on your memory too much.
0: I know, I do, I do. Pirates of the Caribbean and, um... You know what? I, I have it. I had it on my phone, so you know it's, it's it's probably still on here.
1: Well, you do the same thing. I guarantee, if if you and I were just hanging out talking, you'd remember all this. It's like when when let's say you know it, we're at the at Comic Con and you find all these long boxes, and we have the longest want list on the planet, and you go, okay, what do I want? And you can't remember
0: anything that you want. That was a perfect. That was a perfect way to put it. Yeah, and then I I basically in denial uh that my memory is fading I, I still like believe in myself too much Yeah, so which is part of exactly what you're saying it's not so fading
1: it. it just takes longer to recall everything because it's in file cabinets at the back of your memory
0: oh <laughs> uh, that's a good way to put it that's good
1: like the dry cleaners you know when they're bringing up your dry cleaning it's
0: gonna come <laughs> all the way around so the main guy is uh ben o'toole uh the lady i was talking about underneath oh. the de- uh, demon is monica bellucci and the guy that's in Iron Fist and 300 is David Wenham. Uh, like I said, they're kind of, they're, they're recognizable, but they're kind of B actors where I, I didn't remember their names. That's why, obviously that's why I didn't remember their names. Cause when I read them, I didn't really remember their names specifically. Like it didn't stand out, but yeah. All right. Now to the, to the content of this movie. Okay. So uh, this is um, a fight between necromancers and demons. You know, necromancers' jobs are just to destroy demons. And uh, basically, they kind of bring this into modern times. Well, Mike, uh, so uh got that comment from Mike about nothing original. So yes and no is the answer to that question, Mike. Um, it's It's got a lot of All that stuff that I I mentioned. Uh, but So the main plot is the demons have found a way to possess humans using the internet and a phone app. And this is where the Pokemon Go part comes in. They actually create a phone app to where you catch demons on it. You know, you actually have to tap it. You know, like Pokemon Go works where you catch Pokemon. Uh, The demons create an app that you catch demons in it. But what's really happened is they're using the app for when you catch the demons. <laughs> for Mike, when you,
1: Mike keeps interrupting uh, interrupting you. <laughs> <That's okay.
0: laughs> I like the input. So, so when they, so when you catch a demon in your phone, then it can possess you. So it's you know like that's kind of original demons using phone app technology to
2: mm-hmm.
0: catch you, um, and then of course the necromancers. Are trying to stop him, and uh, and in the Matrix, uh, there's one necromancer that that's kind of the one, you know, and all the other necromancers they find him, and then he has to come save the day. And uh, I won't I won't give away what happens in this. Yeah,
1: don't spoil it because we're all going to go watch it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I will say one thing that's really a standout of this: the special effects are. Exceptional in this. They they really were uh, you know, I kept I'm laughing at all the ridiculousness of every other part of this movie, and that's where the return of the living dead part comes in. If you were you remember, obviously Night of the Living Dead was very it was trying to be a serious, scary movie for the most part. Return of the Living Dead, they kind of went completely away from that. Remember, Mike? Yeah, and it went completely ridiculous, campy. So that's how this kind of comes off with my return of the living dead, uh, because it's very horror. Oh, and this is just for adults, too. Uh, right. Lots of cursing, lots of gore. not uh, Nothing sexual, or anything like that, nudity or anything like that in here. But lots of cursing and lots of gore in this. So this is for adults only. Um, but uh, the, the ridiculous campiness uh, is happening so much that I'm looking for the special effects to be ridiculous and campy. But they actually didn't match. The special effects are pretty great. <laughs> and uh, I really didn't see a moment where I went, oh, man, that was hokey as far as the special effects are concerned so as far as special effects are concerned this is uh this is like an a-list movie as far as far as i i can say you know uh well let me let me say it maybe the demon at the end gets the costume a little doesn't really do it but everything else uh it does and uh, uh i wanted to give you the american werewolf in london reference uh early in the movie uh this guy's buddy dies uh but like I said, he's kind of the one as far as the necromancers are concerned. And he actually has the, when he is sobbing over his buddy dying, mm-hmm. he he unknowingly uses his newfound necromancer powers to not bring his buddy back to life per se, but to bring him in this ghost realm. So his buddy, which is, if you look at the poster again at three o'clock on there, the right side, oh, yeah. He's always around and he's always funny. He's always being ridiculous. Okay. And and he's all looking decomposed and he gets more grotesque as it goes on. You know, so again, just like American Werewolf in London. So I really like that part as well. So, so like I said, this is a bad movie. <laughs> it's not good. Um, I, there are positives and reasons to watch it. So I am going to say this is a bad movie so no watching it that it's it's horrible nothing really makes sense throughout most of it and and constantly things are happening you're like what how could that happen and the answer is truly only what well, had to for this movie to continue you know that kind of stupidity yep. right <clears throat> but overall I recommend people checking this out <laughs> just pure entertainment <laughs> exactly I wrote
1: it down <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was it, it was. It's one of those things where after it was over, I was like, "Man, that was horrible," but I'm glad I watched it. <laughs> you know,
1: right? Hold so right.
0: I recommend everyone else does the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, Mike, that's yeah. good too. But you know, if you if you have a lot less time, but you want to get a little fill of all those movies, Mike, right. here you here go. Go. Here's, here's your fill.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you've got an hour and a half, and that's it, yeah. Necrochronics, your movie.
0: That was part of the, the appeal to me that looked at it right away was the name Necrotronic. I'm like, what the heck is this trash?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, then uh, getting a little bit more mainstream. I say a little bit as if there's any comparison. Yeah. Nope. I watched, uh got to watch Nope this weekend. And uh, do you know anything about this, Mike? Um.
1: I think I may have seen one trailer they move into a house and it's haunted and they say, Nope. And they leave.
0: <laughs> uh, no, oh. but uh, that's kind of the same kind of reference. You know, obviously that, you know, it's, I guess it's kind of an old school, uh, you know, joke. Um, well, Eddie
1: Murphy did that. Yeah. I'm thinking
0: of that joke is
1: like, oh, I love this house. Get out. Too bad. We got to go. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Right. Yeah. Which is that it's in line with that. And that's why it's named Nope. I mean, they say, they say Nope probably a dozen times in this movie. And, uh, so I was pretty excited for this. Um, it's a sci-fi. It's there. It isn't haunted and ghosts. Okay. Um, but, uh, it does, you know, it involves aliens. I won't get into, uh, any more on that. Um, it's a sci-fi movie <clears throat> with aliens by Jordan Peele, of Keen, uh, what's a Keen and Peele fame, mm-hmm. right?
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, <clears throat> this, <sighs> so I say, I said, I said, uh, I'm going to review bad movies because I am going to say overall, I do, I do not recommend this movie. Um, and the biggest reason is. Man, it is so slow. Um, with with very little happening for like the first seventy five percent of the movie, um, they get to the end and it kind of redeems itself uh, a bit. I, I liked how uh, the ending happened, and you know the last, like I said, quarter of the movie is pretty action packed and there's a lot going on, and it's uh, it's I enjoyed a lot of that, um, but. It's very drawn out, and there's actually a second secondary story in this, involving a lot of flashbacks to when uh, this chimpanzee went crazy on this classic, this fictional classic TV show that was kind of like revolved around this ape being a part of a family, and uh, little chimp um, being a part of this family. It's a comedy, and then I guess in, like I said, in this fictional world. chimp loses it and kills everybody. And there's a lot of flashbacks in this movie during this, all this other stuff that's going on with aliens to that show. And I, I get kind of why, and I won't get into that too deep either, but I I get kind of why it's kind of metaphorical for what's currently happening, which kind of what happened before, but I really feel like it was a big waste of time. And, and part of the reason why I don't really recommend this, uh, movie too heavily. It would, it just drew out so much. And, uh, I had to actually make sure that what I was thinking, why they kept referencing the ape show or the monkey show, whatever, uh, why it was even a part of this movie whatsoever. Is Cause it's such a thin, Reference in my opinion that it would—I think this movie would have been better without the ape altogether. And it's not even like you see all this stuff happening with the the monkey show, and then it kind of spells it out for you at the end. It's just this monkey show flashback stuff is happening, like again through seventy-five percent of the movie, and then it just drops off, and they don't even reference it again for the rest of the movie. So it's like, it's like totally confusing. So I, uh, you know, I, I didn't really care for that, and. Uh, Overall, I didn't really, you know, because of all that, like I said, the end was a little bit more redeeming, or a little bit better uh, in my opinion, to enjoy the movie, but if I wasn't a movie reviewer, (laughs) I wouldn't have survived the first, literally I think I was like 70 minutes in or something and I I, I popped that up to look at it to be like, man, how much longer this is going to take, because it was so slow, I was like so anyway, I don't recommend. Nope.
1: So should I see this?
0: Nope. <laughs> Sorry, that, Thanks for the that's setup. That's
1: a cheap one. I had to
0: though. it's not horrible though. It's it's no, it's not as horrible as ne- Necrotronic. I'll, I'll say that much. Um, but I recommend seeing Necrotronic just because it is so much more horrible.
1: Mm. You know. So. And Jordan Peele, they're, they're you know, he's a comedian. Yeah. Um. But I think he's made a couple, uh, kind of horror sci-fi movies, right? Well, he made Get Out. Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: Which that guy, that was critically acclaimed too. And I didn't really care for that one. I, I don't really care for that kind of subject matter. You know, it was kind of, uh, you know, a lot of racist undertones. Well, that uh, the main point of that movie oh. is race racism. So <laughs> that's oh. not, not nothing I really care to watch anyway, but, um, but yeah, this really popular movie, I guess it made a lot of money, too. So that's why I checked it out, actually. And I didn't really care for that much, too. I think that's a better movie in general, though, even though I didn't care mm-hmm. for the content. But Get Out's a better movie in general. But, but as far as I know, he's done Get Out and Nope. I don't know about any other. Oh, okay. the, you, know, you know what else? This movie made me feel like it, he was. it was like an M. Night Shyamalan kind of feel, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. I think it was falling short because the way M. Night Shyamalan does it, it's more compelling, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, that Nope was, but I felt like that's what it was trying to kind of be, you know yeah. what I mean? So, all right. So anyway, that, and that's all I watched this week, uh, as far as geek culture is concerned. So, uh, check out ne- Necrotronic and Top Gun and, uh, pass on Nope. Um, that's it. All right. Good. Did my turn after all that?
1: Yeah, luckily you didn't watch a bunch of shows that I should have watched.
0: <laughs> uh, Mike's asking about Andor. Uh, Mike, I reviewed Andor last week. That was a. Were, the were there
1: episode. two more episodes, or did you watch all of it?
0: Uh, that was part of the discussion. Is we assumed it was a twelve uh, uh, episode season, but episode ten was the last episode. Ah. Or am yeah. I mistaken, Mike? Yeah. The finale was last week. Uh, we just dis- we discussed it last week.
1: Ah, so there are two more episodes. Maybe there's one this week and next week.
0: What the heck? <laughs> I can't remember where I read it where the finale was last week. So that's why I didn't watch it this week.
1: Oh man, you wasted your time with two passable movies. <laughs>
0: So there is twelve episodes. That's crazy. We were totally talking about that last week. Um, that we thought there was twelve, and there wasn't. I think wasn't Pat concurring with me on that one too, Mike?
1: I don't know. I thought that you guys thought there were twelve because I thought there were twelve.
0: Anyway, yeah. The name of the show last week was the Andor finale. <laughs> <laughs> Mike shaking his head. Mike's like, Kevin, if you're ever going to make money doing this, you got to get your crap together. But that's part of my appeal, you know, kind of being a fly by night. Yeah,
1: there you go. Fly by the seat of your pants. (laughs) Make it up as you go.
0: Uh, But Mike, if you didn't get to check out last week's show, check it out. I I review it as if it ended last week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're like, it was really good. Kind of ended on us, you know. Kind of, no, weak I actually ending.
0: said it ended well. I thought oh, the cool. way that's why I really was buying into the whole it being the finale, too, was because the way it ended. I was like, oh, that's that's nice. That's I know, cool. but
1: that doesn't fit my joke.
0: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see if we can do a little better, uh, with continuing on here. Uh, we probably will just because, uh, that's the end of my segment. <laughs> Let's get into a real professional segment here. All right, Mike, show me how
1: it's done. All right, I've done this before a couple of times. All right, so the window for the profit profits is now closed, and we're moving on to pick three. Now this week I I picked five covers right away, and uh, and then I kept revisiting it. I had that done Monday, and then uh, I kept revisiting it. I couldn't find a second five, so I was gonna leave it up to Mark, have him give me a hand friday he ended up not feeling good so i had to uh do it myself and i said you know what the second five they're 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 not gonna get that many votes because in my opinion i was i was kind of picking scraping the bottom of the barrel for these um so the first five received a total of 25 votes and the second five received a total of 11 so I wasn't too far off (laughs) but uh i actually think uh one in the second five is in our top three okay so that's pretty cool so uh we start with uh detective comics 1066 by evan cagle uh deadly neighborhood spider-man number two raza amazing spider-man hollows eve 14 ed mcginnis ghost rider danny ketch marvel tales number one logan Lubera, and alien number three john boy myers Midnight Suns number three, David Nakayama Harlequin, the 90s cover number 24 by John Boy Myers, Punchline, the Gotham game 2B, Derek Chu, X Men, the trading card variant number 17 by Russell, Russell. and Amazing Spider Man number 14 by John Romita Jr. And uh, very nice. So it actually lays out perfectly the top five are my first five and the bottom five are my second five in that graphic. <laughs> and I think okay. I mean, they, they turned out to be great covers. You know, I just had to, nothing was standing out after I picked those first five and then, you know, revisiting, I found them. So
0: you need to explain to me what stands out to you about that. Uh, uh, your deadly neighborhood, Spider-Man,
1: Spider-Man. <laughs> That's a that's the
0: biggest. No. Well, that one and the second amazing. I wasn't feeling. Okay, uh,
1: the deadly neighborhood. Um, I I love Demon Bear, and he looks awesome in the background. But what you might have missed is Spider Man, super super tiny, in that it, it looks like uh, that real dark black area on the cover.
2: Yeah,
1: I think that's a uh, some kind of indentation in the ground or something. It's a lower level, but he's he's. Way down in there real tiny with With this spider sense And I just thought it looked awesome
0: Yeah I still can't even see it Yeah it's it, He's tiny
1: Okay, it Probably should have been a little bit bigger to stand out But I think once you see it you're
0: like oh great
1: And then um The John Romita Jr. cover um, I thought it was cool Because that's that That new villain I think Chasm is his name And I just think he's a pretty cool looking character um with that green glow on them and stuff mm. it's like the background looks kind of cool because it's all warped and as is the the amazing spider-man um gotcha Dress is is warped as well i thought that was kind of cool but like i said the bottom five i felt like i was scraping the barrel but it, i mean the you know the punchline's nice there too Midnight Suns and, and Harlequin, those are those are they turn out to be nice, but
0: yeah, two of my three picks are out of the bottom five, actually.
1: Yeah. Oh, and yeah, I wanted to point out, I'm glad you said that. You and Johnny had the same exact picks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: nice.
1: So all right, let's uh start with number three. Okay. And this had uh six votes. Nope, that is not number three. I mislabeled these. Uh oh oh wait no I'm, yeah. like I said let's do this professionally <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so this is number three
1: yeah Punchline the Gotham game by Derek Chu
0: yeah it's a great cover
1: yeah my favorite part is
0: Batman just yeah I mean he's he looks pretty cool back there but uh, I'd yeah. say uh, Punchline looks pretty cool yeah yep so
1: that was number three number two as everyone already knows <laughs> detective comics 1066 this is great yeah, the detective comics covers have been extremely different
0: yeah i love i love the new look this wasn't one of my top right. three though but I, I love the new look that's for sure
1: yeah i think it's really setting the book apart um and i, and I think uh, it's it's gone I think in this title he's more it's gone back to him being more detective like Um unfortunately I'm behind on reading a lot of stuff so I think I need to move this title up because I'm hearing a lot of really good stuff about it and at number one this
0: isn't one of your top books anyway
1: yeah I'm just uh, I should be reading detective but I wasn't really keen on um Mariko Tamaki writing it oh. I think she's uh a better not that i've read her you know ya stuff but i think she's better probably better uh young adult uh fiction writer than a comic book super uh, than a superhero comic book writer gotcha um and now number one actually turned it it is my favorite cover and i actually ordered this is alien number three by john boy Myers?
0: yeah it's pretty sick yep
1: I was surprised that was getting a lot of votes. I figured I'd like it, and but it just boom, boom. This had uh, nine votes.
0: Yeah, that was my first auto pick right away. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. And I'm still reading this title too, and it's good. It's good. Is it? Yeah. I mean, if you like Alien, you know. Yeah. It's, it's kind of you know. It's kind of every time they come out with a new Alien, it's like, it's just more of the same. But you know, if it's if it's done well and you like Alien, it's still good. You know.
1: Yep. Yeah, I, I got the first series from Marvel. I didn't. This is the last issue I got I ordered for uh for this one. Maybe I should I think I said it a few weeks ago when you reviewed it that I, I should continue it if it's good. Yeah. So that is our uh that's our top three. All
0: right awesome.
2: I
1: thought
0: I it pretty was be and I've got that detective or uh, I'm gonna get that detective. What? Man, I got a huge uh DCBS order yesterday. Oh yeah. Yeah, I actually got my first action figure from DCBS. Guess which one it is?
1: Hmm. Is it a spawn action uh, figure?
0: No, you know, you can't buy spawn anywhere direct. Except, oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well I
1: don't buy action figures much.
0: <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say that. I'd assume that's the way it is. But I could be wrong. Um, I don't I have no clue. Judge Dredd. Ah, okay. Yep. All right, man. You're going to show. You're going to show everybody how it's done again. Here, are you ready for the next segment? (laughs)
2: Yep.
0: (laughs) I I failed again. I, all I'm doing is reinforcing my uh poser uh <laughs> status yeah. by saying that I, I went another week without reading one. But you know that's what happens. Uh, you know, uh that's all I got to say. I actually have this on the table I intended oh, yeah. on reading uh Batman and Joker, the Deadly Duo, but yeah. didn't happen.
1: Yeah, I was uh I, I thought about reading that one. Um but I was like, "Oh man, there's just I I, I needed something a little uh, high speed, low drag, just real simple, not a not not a lot to review in it."
0: Okay, what is it then? Let's see.
1: Oh, okay. nice. <laughs> uh, DC Horror Sergeant Rock versus the Army of the Dead Number Two.
0: You did number one last week, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: And luckily, I, I just got this uh, in my order this past week, so I was excited. It's like okay, this is uh this is what I really this is what I wanted to review, so I was glad that I got it. Um, written by Bruce Campbell, and I think I, I look I tried to look up things he's written. He's written some other stuff, but I, I don't think he scripted. I think he worked on the plot. Maybe um, I didn't put nah. a lot of effort into researching it. Uh, I think I got to that and was satisfied.
0: <laughs> and then Pat was speculating he may have chimed in on some of the Evil Dead comics or yeah. whatever. Yeah.
1: So, uh, uh, Eduardo Rizzo is an artist. Uh, Gary Frank did the cover. I love Gary Frank's covers, but I'm glad that he's not doing the interiors because Rizzo's artwork is just phenomenal in here. It really fits the, the book, fits the, you know. Um, I, I really enjoy his artwork in here. So, uh, it's a pretty straightforward plot here. Easy Company, they're tracking down the source of the zombies. Uh, which is Operation Regeneration, that was established in issue number one, that Hitler's uh, trying to uh, increase the size of his army by regenerating dead soldiers. Uh, so uh, basically, this is just a book that's <laughs> just blowing up and shooting uh, zombie, na- uh, yeah, zombie Nazis. So a simple storyline. Yep. just action
0: basically. yeah
1: they're they're searching for the you know searching for the source trying to find where they're coming from and trash and stuff on the way it's pretty awesome
0: <laughs> so you're still all in
1: i am still all in it's a fun fast read with uh, great artwork um some funny stuff you know in there and uh it's definitely a get it um for those that are, you know, obviously you're not a horror guy. Yeah. Uh, but if you are a horror guy, definitely get it. And if you like the war books, definitely, definitely get double,
0: it. Double, double, right. double. On it. Got it. Got it.
1: Yep. So I'm loving this series.
0: <sighs> All right. So then I'll make another uh, promise next week or two weeks from now. I'll definitely mm-hmm. have read. I'm going to run. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a, 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 a triple run. Three books in a row. Same title. Same story. To review for two weeks from now because I know everybody's missing my, uh, you know, uh, input on all these great. Puns. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just like uh, on my current uh, show titles.
1: Yep. Oh, I want. Oh, I forgot. What? I have more things. I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, two times in this book, uh, they used um, NVGs, the night vision goggles, and. Uh-huh. Um, and I thought, wait a minute. They didn't have night vision goggles in World War II. I didn't think they did. So I looked it up real quickly, and they didn't have goggles. They had uh, scopes for snipers. And they were extremely large and heavy. Um, and uh, they actually were very effective. And they were, I think, in... Uh, oh, no, I can't remember if it was Korea or Vietnam. that the, the NVGs were actually used more... But at the time, uh, there were just rifle scopes. But if you look here in the right, top right corner, he's using these little goggles. So um, I thought that was funny. But then I realized it's a book about zombies and those don't exist. So (laughs) I'm fine with them using (laughs) those. That reminds
2: me me
0: of one of my favorite uh, Johnny quotes, actually, of all time, where, you know, of course, you're suspending yourself from your reality by, you know, watching or reading a book that's about zombies and and uh, suspending yourself there. But then you need reality to be in everywhere else, though. So it makes sense. Yeah. you are still uh, got questions about the goggles. Uh, the quote that I uh, always come back to when this subject comes up uh, with Johnny is, you know, I can buy that Superman can fly. I just don't understand how he can fly faster. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, he said that many years ago. So anytime uh, this uh, <laughs> conflict of suspension versus you need it to be realistic comes up in these issues, mm-hmm. uh, I always think about that quote. So yeah, anyway. that does sound like a fun book. If I was into horror, that would probably be one I'd grab.
1: Yeah, and if you, it's it's like that game. It's like the, the game. If you just had a few minutes, five minutes, boom, you can blast right through that book.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, but then I'd, I'd have to own it first You would I need, and I already I need to borrow the crow from you because that's something we were mm-hmm. talking about too Which kind of yeah. crosses over uh, You know With your show, with mine Because that uh, you were telling me and I didn't even know That uh, a crow remake Is coming out And who's who's the crow?
1: Um, Sarsgaard He was uh, Pennywise the clown And uh, he looks phenomenal. I, I I wish uh, maybe I'll throw a picture up real quick. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll get. (laughs) (laughs) I can drop this real fast and then uh, because it looks it's yeah really really great.
0: It really is a cool picture. And I didn't I had not even heard that any crow remake or anything uh, was in the pipeline at all. And incidentally, I actually just. uh, put a bunch of crow comics in my wish list on my, on eBay. Cause ah. I don't even, I don't even have the crow comics anymore. So need to grab those.
1: Yeah. I've, I have the, uh, I have a trade that you can, I have a reader's copy. Then I have a hardcover signed by James O'Barr.
0: Um, oh yeah. If the, I can borrow that trade, that'd be awesome. Yeah.
1: Yep. Let me see.
0: Did you get it uploaded?
1: I'm working on it. All
0: right. Well, I'm going to do this while you finish that up real quick. Okay?
1: Yep. Yep. Go for it.
0: Set us up for the next uh, segment anyway. Us discuss us dis, us discuss us discussing the grow is kind of a unique topic anyway, so fits. Yeah,
1: I'm having trouble <laughs> getting that picture up.
0: Oh, it's still it's not in.
1: Frustrating. No. You know. All right. Well,
0: well, this week for the unique topic of the week, <laughs> we wanted to talk about uh, our trip to Baltimore Comic Con. Which uh, we did on uh, the, what, the 20?
1: 20... I thought it was like the 30th or something like that.
0: It wasn't the week after the get-together? It was the very next week, right? No, that was two weeks
1: after that. <laughs> yeah, 20, Yeah, you are right, 29th. No, yeah, no, you right. 15th was the get-together.
0: So, was, so, you know, you were right. It was two weeks. So, it was the 29th. why did we miss a show after the get together then? I thought we'd. Why I'll, didn't we do that show? You
1: had uh, stuff going on I with did? Ayla. Yep. Okay. Yeah, she had her. Uh... Crew, crew,
0: crew, crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right, you get it. You get it uploaded yet? This has all been stalling intentionally. Do you get it I, I, It's
1: not showing up. I swear. I come on, Apple.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe. Oh, you know, what, maybe I'm looking in the wrong place. Nope. I don't know. I'll I'll have it by the end of the show.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway. Um. So. Oh, you mean to go first with uh, my picks and talk about it? Well, actually, most of my picks are you anyway.
1: Yeah. Let me show what I
0: got real quick. Okay. So there you are getting a signature from...
1: Brian Stelfreeze. Yep.
0: And uh, what did you have him... You had him sign just your black canvas. Yeah. And uh, we stood there in line watching him do an awesome... Uh, commission on uh, for what, what what book was that Commission in? I can't remember but It was Batman.
1: It was a Batman book Yeah, I don't recall what what, what it was a Big oversized hardcover
0: Yeah, it was awesome I actually had that picture on my phone too I didn't upload that one though But that was cool And then um, Oh, I should have started with this uh, This is actually the beginnings of our day here uh, Me and you and Ayla and Lexi uh, were all able to go to the con this year.
2: Yeah, I like uh, that
0: pick. This is Ayla's uh, second... or no, third. Third con. And uh, Lexi's first. So uh, Lexi kept hearing all the good stuff we had to say about him afterwards. She's like, I'm going next year. And we're like, all right, cool. We're going to marry her. So, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> that was fun. And then, uh, so the picture I was showing... Uh, was uh, Ayla? She's a big Marvel fan, uh, and she loves Doctor Strange. Uh, so there's a guy with this uh, pretty cool Doctor Strange cosplay going on. So we got a picture of her with him, and then uh, I got this great picture, great picture of uh, Silvestri. and this is the uh, one the, of the Leonardo. First, I mean Leonardo. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the first um, one of the first three comics that I ever purchased. Uh, that's Daredevil 248, or no, that's 249. 248 just has Wolverine in a little bubble on the cover. Uh, I so Daredevil- hold on, can
1: I, can I jump in here real quick?
0: Oh, yeah, I didn't put that up there.
1: <laughs> I uh, I actually had Andy Senti sign that same exact book, but whenever we took the picture. Um, it was actually her first daredevil work that we held up. She held that one up.
0: Oh, so you got them both signed. Yeah. Yeah. But I had, I
1: had her sign that same one and Lee already signed it as well for me.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. Anyway. Oh, wait, I got to get back to my pictures here. Um, so I had a cool side a, a, I don't know whether it's cool, funny story. Uh, with Leonardo, Dadgum, where, where are my pictures? Oh, I keep I keep fu- going through your pictures thinking they're my pictures. But anyway, uh-huh. <laughs> I actually, I like to have them personalize in the books. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I, I started to ask him when I handed it to him. I was like, hey, can you uh, personalize this to me and say uh, um, I was happy to be your first kevin (laughs) i was like oh wait wait that didn't sound right don't put that and then he started signing while i was making that joke about it and i was like uh can you please just put um i'm glad i was your first pick and then Mm -hmm. or i'm happy i was happy to be your first pick or something like that and while i was saying that he handed me the book (laughs) (laughs) He didn't, he was not, uh, uh. he he didn't really appreciate my humor. And then when I asked him to take the picture too, you could, he, he agreed, but then you could tell he's not into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was a nice enough guy. I'm not saying he's a bad guy or anything and nothing really negative happened except, you know, a yep. little courtesy grin or courtesy laugh at my, you know, seemingly funniness, you know? So anyway. Yeah. Cool.
1: I think when, for, for a bit, you and I, you, you were off eating lunch with the girls and I was kind of hitting up some, you know, uh, tables that uh, I was interested in. And I think I was, I, I went to his table before you and there was one girl in front, you know, standing there. So I'm like, oh, great. So his, his uh, Rick's wife was sitting to his left. So I'm basically standing right in front of her while this girl's talking to them about commissioning uh, a piece of work for a tattoo. And there, it was just going on and on and on and his wife kept saying yep just send us an email yeah it's all oh, just put it all in the email and i'm not kidding i stood there for 10 minutes while she talked to them so i think by the time you got to him it was just probably a day of stuff like that and yeah i think he and i think he may have been working on some commissions or something you know some con sketches and stuff but uh, it's just funny it's probably that 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 woman was on she got a minor oh really <laughs> and i was looking at leonardi's wife and she's just looking at me shaking her head like sorry <laughs> it's so funny so when i yeah. said oh, this is the very first uh daredevil i ever bought one of my first comic books and yeah he, he said oh cool and then he signed it and gave it back and went back to his
0: drawings <laughs> yeah 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 but, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. not bashing it definitely wasn't an right. experience it's just actually you know i've got the story to tell so you know it's uh yep. yeah yeah <laughs> it's very
1: very pleasant still yeah <laughs> pleasant
0: guy yeah definitely yep and then you got this, or I got this blurry picture of you with... Oh, you probably have a better picture with her anyway.
1: I don't. Well, you don't? <laughs> but, well, what I, what I do have um, is... So, this is Trish Forstner. And actually, you can see Tony Fleece in the background uh, in the black hat and black shirt. Um, and this is Stray Dogs number one. And that is the... Uh, sketch I had done on the is that the fifth it's like the fifth printing I think for number one um but uh yeah so she did that quick that's sketch yeah 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 so that's that's Earl and if you read the book I, I think he's my favorite and I think if you read the story he would probably be your favorite as well
0: because <laughs> he's pretty cool. And then another one i got you with
1: oh there we go javier have javier garcia lopez and um i don't have a picture of what he signed he's it's right there in front of him i have a thing i, I take a uh, black canvas with a silver chrome pen and that's what i get signed and they turn out really well,
0: I, was, well I, he, I do have
1: i have an example on here um i'll get to it whenever uh i start talking
0: okay um And I thought this was, there was a funny story with him because he was just kind of inexplicably, you know, uh, flabbergasted as to why you would want to just have him sign a canvas instead of something else of his, I guess, you know? So that was pretty funny.
1: I, I think I'm the only person out there right now, uh, that has asked to have these signed and, uh, Yeah, and I couldn't hear him. So I I handed that to him and I explained, you know, can you sign right here? I gave him the pen. And then he said something. And honestly, I couldn't hear a word that came out of his mouth. I know,
0: that's why I was kind of interpreting it for you. Yeah, I was like, I was tracking with him the whole time. (laughs) He was just like, what? Just this? Just this? I was like.
1: Yeah. So.
0: That's why I kind of chimed in. I was like, yeah, it's just that, you know, just that's all he wants to sign. Yeah, right there in the middle.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's. And, you know, obviously I was a really. It was a big honor to meet him. Um, he's he's just a legend in uh, in DC Comics. So that and was he
0: was the whole, he was all smiles during the whole interaction too. Yeah. It's not like he was indignant or anything. He was, right. he, was he was nice and funny. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. Then we got uh, me with uh, so with this being Lexi's first con, uh, we had actually separated from the girls for a bit and. I thought it was funny. This is a father and daughter, cosplaying duo, uh, with of course Marty from Back to the Future and the Ghostbuster, and those are uh, arguably, uh, you know, in in the top five, uh, Lexi's two favorite geek culture things. You know, so right. when I found them together. I thought that was kind of like, hey, check it out, Lex. You know, this, you know, she would she would uh, really appreciate that. So, I took a picture with them. And then my last one here, another one with you. Oh,
1: with uh, yeah, Klaus Jansen. I have. Uh, I should have labeled these. Yeah, and that and that's. Oh, this kind of leads into the whole entire convention was awesome, but this leads into uh, the Frank Miller debacle. Um, yeah. So the book that I that uh, Klaus signed, I was gonna have. Frank sign as well, me too. Um, and and you are in the same boat. So that's yeah. the picture I took of you me and Klaus. Um, and uh yeah, I mean, if if we weren't going to get Frank's signature, I'm sure a different book would have been better. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. um, Than your complete Frank Miller Batman, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? Yep. Yeah. So I I have pictures of the Miller thing. We can talk about yeah. whenever... If you want to finish yours, and then I can jump. No, I'm done. That
0: that last one with you with Klaus was the last one for me. That's the okay. Last one I
1: had. All right, so let me. This is the. So that's where we were in line to meet Frank
0: Miller.
2: And it, yeah, and you can
0: see so, as far as the, the way this picture is, going down to the left and then wrapping around that blue, uh, barrier. And then kind of heading towards that door near the middle of the picture is uh where the entrance is so that yeah. kind of gives you an idea how far back we were
1: yeah i mean when you get down to the far end there it snakes
0: oh it snakes a couple <laughs> yeah, times down today. and then yeah. back and then
1: you come up and then behind us um, if you follow that shadow behind us there there are probably another 50 or 60 people yeah um these are so small i didn't label these nope so there, we're in line, and boom, there's Frank walking to the room. I'm very excited. If, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if this is the first time he walked to the room or the second time because he left and then he came back,
0: right? I don't remember either. Yeah, yep.
1: Um, and then, uh, that is where we were when, for those that don't know what happened, um, last year, uh, 2021, Frank was to do a signing. And uh, we had purchased tickets for that and then he canceled. So they gave us the option to roll it over and they added a signature. It was last year was one signature this year. If you rolled it over, you got a second item that you can get signed. So that's what we did. And uh, we went, I think we got in line about three 30. I think the signing was supposed to start at three forty-five. I think he started signing at four 45 or five o'clock. Yeah. And at six o'clock, uh, he was done because he had a train to catch and that didn't sit well with a lot of people. And you see that in front of us, all of those people didn't get their stuff signed. And then there are,
0: you know, 50 some people behind us that didn't, you so. yeah. and that guy in the red shirt, at the top left of the picture, there's the one giving us all the bad yeah. news. <laughs> yeah. He's the guy. <laughs> now, don't kill the messenger. <laughs> and then we actually saw on one of the Facebook posts, the guy that's at the very front of that line there, right at the door, actually chimed yeah. in on the post. He was yeah. like, man, I was the next one going in the door.
1: Because <laughs> we were joking. It's like, man, this sucks for us, but it really sucks for that guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And there he has a story as well. Uh, the guy in front of him and the guy behind him started, you know, started talking and stuff. And, and they were getting along real well. So the, the next guy here, he goes... Well, go ahead. You can get in front of me. I mean, what's one person? So those two got in and he didn't. So, you know, what's that thing? No good deed goes unpunished, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That made it way worse for him. Yep. Yeah. Um.
1: So let's see. Let me sort these out. I think I have, I'm going to go, I'm just going to click on some stuff. We'll talk about it. So this is right after we parked
0: yeah, on the walk and, up, uh, we had a pretty good up. we had a pretty good walk up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And oh, this is the end of the day. We finished the day at the ice cream
0: truck. Yeah, the ice cream but, truck sitting out the sitting outside the entrance, right? That yeah, was good. But what I like about this picture and I wanted to point out is our the, the wheel the
1: wheeled carts that we have, you know, we put our uh the BCG um short box PCW. BCW BC, bcg that's a, a marine corps thing um but that yeah we we took those and you know if you're going <laughs> take take one of those wheelie things
0: yeah
2: um,
1: they're lifesavers we use backpacks the first year and and it's it was terrible
0: yeah it's definitely much better with something to wheel around like that yeah
1: yep um so one of the coolest one of the things i was really looking for oh wait here we go That's almost a better shot of of mine getting ready to go. (laughs) Yeah. But um, on Walt Simonson's Facebook page, he shared this. And uh, he posted, Just learned that my old pal and former roommate, Alan Milgram, will be coming to the Baltimore Comic-Con. That means that three of the four musketeers from the Rego Park Queens contingent of young comic book pros from back in the 70s now, old comic book pros in a whole different century will be together again for the first time in some while. Now, the the four he's talking about are uh, himself, Al Milgram, Howard Shakin, and Bernie Wrightson. Uh, unfortunately, Bernie had passed away a few years ago, so uh, it was just the three of them. Now, when I saw that, I thought, holy cow, if I can get all three of their signatures on, at one time, and that's what I got signed um howard up in the left walt on the right and al at the bottom now the funny story about this that's pretty cool and stuff but the the story i met al first really pleasant really great uh you know we went around hitting some other tables and stuff and walt is the superstar of baltimore and his line is really long so i think at at lunchtime we kind of gone our separate ways you had lunch i went uh and uh some other folks and then i i saw walt's line so i called you and said dude i'm just gonna get in i'm gonna get in line because it was really long and i went up to the end of his line there was a woman standing there with a big signs at end of line so i'm like okay this is gonna be a long wait but it's worth it and she's like sorry his line is capped for the day now this is saturday we're not coming back sunday and i have one signature on here so i'm just like oh my gosh what am i gonna do and she goes, and also his line doesn't end here. It ends over there it's in this huge overflow area. So I was like dreading it. And then uh, there was another guy standing there and he goes, well, you know, Howard's pretty cool. So I said, you're right. I'll go over. Howard chicken was signing right beside Walt and Louise Simonson. Um, so I went over and, and uh, started talking to Howard about it. He signed it. And then, you know, I just said, you know what? Is there any way that I can leave this with you? I knew it was a long shot because it's Howard, he's he's a funny old man. So I'm like, you know, can I leave this with you and come back later? Because Walt's line is capped and maybe if it's a free minute. He's like, I'll get Walt to sign it. So he just leans over. He stands up, leans over the thing and says, Walt, I need you to sign this. So Walt reaches over, signs it and gives it back to him. And then he goes, here you go. Just pay Walt when he needs and i was dumbfounded I mean, there's i i felt really
0: awful for the <laughs> you basically cut in line <laughs> yeah i didn't howard did <laughs> right right yeah yeah you're so, you're your, your signing basically cut all yeah. kinds of other signings yeah. yeah
1: now it it took all of 10 seconds
0: <clears throat> right
1: um and i truly appreciate it uh
0: because it really
1: made the this this piece was really important for me to get put together yeah um and uh so i was very thankful for howard doing that and i was thankful for Walt, and i'm thankful for all the people that were like that, that howard cut in front of
2: <laughs>
0: so yeah that's, yeah that's a great uh, story that's sick yeah he hooked you up yeah,
1: yeah. He, he really did he really did um and if both gonna, of them sorry both,
0: go ahead
1: both of them they don't take uh you not they don't charge for signatures uh you donate to the hero initiative um so just so everybody i paid i just gave them both 20 bucks, so $40 there, and uh, I don't recall what Al was charging. I don't think Al was charging much of anything either,
0: but uh, I think I gave him extra as well. Nice. You plan on doing a little bit more to this one too, right?
1: No. I think I'm just going to leave it.
0: Really? Yeah. I thought you said you were going to put something to signify Bernie in the the bottom there.
1: Well, I can't do that. I'm not a very good artist. Um,
0: No, like a picture or something.
1: Yeah, I, I think I might just leave it blank.
0: And then the other thing too, like are you, I'm sure you know, once you get the space, you're going to hang all these things, right? Yes. So this should have some at the top to like, what what did Art? I mean, um, what did Walt call them again? You should you should use Walt's quote across the top. Oh, oh, he.
1: Um, what did he call? Him? Well, he said the Four Musketeers. Yeah, I didn't put anything on the front. I mean, this is I actually have it on the back, I have a copy of it. And I just denoted that it was Baltimore Comic Con that it was signed.
0: Um Yeah, no, but whatever he called them, you should put that across the top. Just my wanna, just my time yeah. in. I know you're a genius, so just leave it, whatever.
1: Yeah, I just like it. My biggest thing is should I take off the painter's tape?
0: <laughs> well, I timed in my opinion there since Walt. Yeah. <laughs> Did a little line across the top there. I would literally take right. a, uh, an exacto knife and exact the tape just above his line and below it, and then take all the rest of the tape off. And that, off. That's another part of the story. When someone right. asks, "What's that little piece of tape there doing?" You know, well, I had to leave that because well, blah blah blah. You know, yeah, so. as
1: great as an artist that it is, he can't color in the lines.
2: <laughs> <laughs> in the lines. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. But, yeah, that's uh, a great story, though. That's that's that was a great idea. Uh, getting a great story with it is awesome, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's that's a good one. That's a great piece of memorabilia there for you, yeah. That's that one means a lot to me, yeah. Um,
1: and yeah, the story just makes it even better,
0: yeah, absolutely. But uh,
1: moving on, um, Eric Powell was there and he was he was really nice. It, it surprises me sometimes you know, I'm not surprised to see a lot of people at Walt Simonson's table. I'm surprised that there was nobody at Eric Powell's table. Now I know he's not a household name, but you know, you know, he's got his following. He's, he's got, he does great work. And I was just surprised there was nobody there. So I stood there and chatted with him for a few. Um, and, uh, he signed, uh, signed something for me and I, And I, and I told him early. I said, "I'm. Hey, be- you weren't
0: finished with with Powell. Are you froze again? Oh, am I? You did again for a second. Okay, go. You were just you just finished up. What I could hear you talk about was you were surprised no one was there, so you chatted with him for quite a bit. And then what?
1: Oh, yeah, I just chatted. He signed. Uh, I had him sign a canvas as well. And he uh i should have put all these up there but and he did a little sketch of the goon on it for me which was really great um oh you don't have a picture of that goon sketch i do it's just i didn't i didn't, uh, <laughs> I didn't put like, it up
0: yeah that was but, a really good sketch too it's cool yeah yeah
1: and he was cool because his, his name was kind of off-center and he'd give it back to me and everything i i bought a couple stickers and stuff and he's like can i do a sketch on that for you I said absolutely <laughs> so he goes it's just it's off center and it would it would just drive me crazy knowing that it's out there off center and he did a quick sketch it was great
0: so yeah
1: yeah if if eric powell's there swing by his table and, and uh and chat with him he's a really nice guy
0: yeah
1: and then uh so back yeah i went back to al's table and uh got a picture of him holding that canvas
0: nice I thought that was
1: great I think we we did a lot more. I don't think I have
0: uh did you get the did, you have the one picture I don't think I have a picture of uh, the Sergeant Wolf uh, creator
1: Oh uh, I no I think I have the book but I don't have a picture of
0: him. Oh you didn't pay, take a picture of him at all signing when, when I thought you took the picture when he signed my book
1: no. Oh, my phone's dead. Anyway,
0: I might well, have. What's his name again?
1: Um, they Woodall Woodall Woodall. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, that's kind of a funny story in that one. That's what why was I was that? hoping you had that picture. What? What was that? So Ooh, on his yeah. book, it just says R.K. Woodall, and oh, that's right. And I can't remember exactly what brought our names up. <clears throat> oh, oh! when I had him sign my book, like I said, I always have him personalize it. And so I asked him to sign that to Kevin. And he goes, oh, that's an easy one for me to remember. My middle name's Kevin. And I was like, that's crazy. My middle name's actually Kevin. Yeah. He's like, yep, Richard Kevin Woodall. I'm like, what? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: He's like, yeah, Richard Kevin Woodall. And I'm like, this is crazy. I'm not just trying to be a fanboy here. I'm dead serious. My name's Richard Kevin. <laughs> yeah, and he's was like, great. What's your last name? <laughs> I'm like, well, it's not Woodall. Yeah. But we were both Richard Kevin. So we thought that was kind of funny. It was another cool moment with a yeah. You know. I, yeah, I
1: don't have any more pictures. Um, yeah, he was he was he was really great to talk to as well. Um, and for anybody wondering, um, he is working on, uh, uh, another book. It's, uh, this one was Sergeant Werewolf, uh, was Werewolf related. He's got one coming out, uh, probably next year. I think it's going to be more, uh,
0: Dracula like, so he's still working on some stuff. You got some major streak across your screen. Like literally wiped your finger okay. across the Camera or something?
1: Holy cow! I can see that. Hold on. It's that's like... So a, oh, you know what? It's not. <laughs> the sun is shining through the window. Wow, and that's crazy! Look, it's using they're...
0: like a splitting effect or something on there. Yeah,
1: those are those are rays of sunlight. How how beautiful <laughs> is that? Yeah, that is cool. <laughs> look at that! That is crazy. That is crazy. At first, I, I was like, "Holy cow! Is that messing up my yes?" Yeah, so, so there you
0: go. Yeah, it covers it up. Oh, how, did I do it? how
1: did I smudge my camera lens by sitting here?
0: Well, I was, I was also thinking maybe it's like cracked or something. I don't know. You know, that's, <laughs> it's actually kind of cool with it just being sunlight.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, we we uh, had a good time in Baltimore. It was a full day Saturday. Holy cow! We did open to close.
0: Yeah, even with uh, what happened with Frank, um, yeah, it was a good time. And obviously, the girls not really even caring about Frank. Uh, they they both had a great time as well.
1: Yep.
0: So. Oh, wait, I did have
1: another one. Probably my favorite picture of the con.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a supernatural car.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's you and uh, Lexi in the car there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Remember. you can't really tell in that, but we're, we're, being, we're trying to be afraid of demons in that. We were pretending. Because they were taking pictures from the side for us, and Mike was standing outside of the area, but he was in, actually in front of the car, so he took it that way. But that's the actual car used in the show, Supernatural. So right. that was pretty cool. And Lexi's a big Supernatural fan, so mm-hmm. if it wasn't for her, we probably wouldn't have done that. But it was a fun experience, too, and those people were great. Those were great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So everything about the convention was really, really good.
0: Yeah, definitely total a lot of fun. And the only reason with us being, you know, not that wealthy, we need to kind of make decisions on what we are or aren't going to do. And, uh, we were planning on not going to the con, the Baltimore comic con this year to go to heroes con, Mm -hmm. but based on Frank skipping on us last year, we had to go to utilize them this year. And then (laughs) the compensation for Frank uh, skipping out early this year was VIP tickets for next year. So (laughs) we're going to go next year again, but uh, next year will be free for us so we can still Mm -hmm. go to Heroes Con as well, right?
1: Yeah, I mean... uh, All we got to
0: do is worry about the time then as far as that's concerned.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, even when we get to Baltimore, we're going to spend a lot of money. So it's...
0: That's true. That's true.
1: <laughs> Just getting the opportunity to spend the money is cheaper. Right. Right. And I think I'm going to... I'm definitely going Friday and Saturday. If we got those VIP passes.
0: Yeah, go both days. Yeah. Which I think I'll try to do that with you next year, too. Because uh it definitely does... Uh, you know, because there's obviously many 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 things to do at a con but my two favorite things are to mostly window shop for the kind of things i want obviously i make some purchases though but even just the window shopping part of it's very fun for me and then of course the meet and greets and the autographs and everything so i think you have a good strategy to where get all the autographs taken care of on friday to where you can do everything else on Saturday, so that's what I'm going to, uh, you know, try to do since we've got the IP. So, <clears throat> and who knows? Maybe something might happen. We maybe we'll go the third day. It's three days, yeah. right? Friday, Saturday, yeah, yeah,
1: three days. Yep. So awesome. We'll still yeah. try to get that because uh, Patrick is uh, <clears throat> he goes to Heroes Con, so I really definitely want to try to get down there with him.
0: Yeah, that's definitely part of the reason I want to prioritize it too because. <sighs> Not only just going to Heroes Come, we've never been there, but also, you know, never having gone to a con with Pat yet. That'll be a new fun experience as well. So. All right. Did you get a picture of Crow taking care of in this
1: whole time? Oh, I sure did. I'm glad you remembered because I forgot.
0: Okay, cool. What we got? (coughs) There it is. That looks very cool. Yeah. Yeah. That actually looks like it's an action figure or something. I don't know. I'm not even sure. that's That's it
1: yeah it does look like an action figure yeah and you know it's the everything looks the same as as brandon obviously his face is different yeah but you know he's got the the undershirt it's got like the black electrical tape with some twine i mean yeah it it looks just like him
0: what was the the biggest standout differences uh between brandon lee's crow and the comic book for you
1: from what I remember, it's been years since I've read it. I think the whole ending of the movie is different. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll have a, uh, uh upcoming comparison. I'll compare the two. Because <clears throat> after I saw this, I'm like, oh, i got to pull that out and read it. So I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to pass it over to you. You can read it, but I'll make notes and uh, I watch the movie. Give me another reason to watch the movie again. Okay. So, yeah. Um, As a refresher, I'll get all that done, and I'll do the comparison between the two. Cool. Okay.
0: Yeah, I can't wait for that.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah, I wish I had it with me. I'd start reading it tonight. But it's on my bookshelf at work.
0: (laughs) Okay, got a random chime in. A little bit late, but better late than never. Uh, I didn't even like Top Gun, but I love the new one. Definitely wow. his favorite movie of the year. Awesome.
1: Very good. Well, when did he watch Top Gun?
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, I I'm sure yeah. he probably watched it back in the day. I remember his complaints about <laughs> Top Gun. I know we've we've had a disagreement about how good the original is. I remember him saying he didn't like it. I I really like the the old one a lot as well. So, but I think uh, to his point though is, you know. They're so different, you know. He liked he didn't like the old one, but he liked the new one, so but yeah, him saying it's uh, so it's mine and uh, Johnny's favorite movie of the year thus far.
1: Wow, look at I have a blue dot in my head, it's like
0: a yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's like your green screen. Oh, that's it's freaking (laughs) me out. (laughs) Oh,
1: nothing says you're going bald like a big. (laughs)
0: A big shiny spot from the glare of the sun in your videos. Yeah, let me sit back here.
1: Let's wrap this up.
0: (laughs) All right. And uh, perfect uh, timing for Johnny to chime in uh, because uh, that'll do it for everything else. So it is time for... johnny's recap did he have anything Oh, i guess his first recap is top gun two is better than the first top gun okay i'm gonna steal that for him you're next go oh man i have to be next
1: (laughs) i was so involved there was no downtime to think of anything
0: um and i missed being on the show all right (laughs) then i'll just go with um the worst a poster looks uh, the more I recommend seeing it.
1: Yeah, I, I was trying to put together the proper way to say the something about the uh, netro, ne, necrotronic. Um, it's like the it's, oh, I can't even I can't even put it together.
0: Okay, go the best the next movie
1: one. to that you shouldn't watch, but you should. I don't know. I don't have another one.
0: <laughs> okay. um... Then I'll go with, uh, man, yeah, not not a whole lot of uh, content today, but I felt like we talked about a lot. Baltimore Comic Con's awesome, even uh, without Frank Miller.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we don't have a lot. There's not much to recap because. Uh,
0: okay, so, yeah, that's it. Top Gun 2 <laughs> is better than the first Top Gun. The more horrible a movie poster is, the more you should check it out. Uh, Baltimore Comic-Con is great, even with Frank Miller problems. And then I'll just add a last one here. Uh, just made me think of it with your background there. Mm-hmm. Um, Fantastic Four connecting covers can be confusing as all get out. <laughs> right. That'll do it.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Oh, and, uh, and Mike says Andor was oh. great this week. So, and oh, the special shout out there too. Thanks to uh, Mike for putting me in my place and filling me in. Uh, and actually, technically, to defend myself, you're correcting. Somewhere else I read it that uh, there was only 10 episodes. So that's my story and I'm going with it. But, but thanks for uh, telling me about it, Mike. If you wouldn't have mentioned this, Mike, I wouldn't have... Uh, Watched the last two episodes. (laughs) I don't know if there's going to be a season two or not, but I'd have gone into season two being like, what, what did that happen? I don't know. Um, Because at the end of episode 10, I thought it was like a perfect, okay, he kind of escapes, you know, and, uh, and then, you know, whatever else happens is a totally new story, which I guess that's what happens in the last two episodes. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. That'll do it then. All right. So let me throw up some reminders here. Um, Please like and comment on this video as well as subscribe and hit that bell to get the notifications uh, whenever we start a show, post a video. And uh, please subscribe to Comics and Collectibles in the Crawl Space on Anchor by Spotify uh, and many other podcast providers as well. And uh, listen to an edited podcast of this live stream on Spotify that will be posted no later than, uh, or posted later today or tomorrow. Um, I usually get it, uh, tomorrow, but, um, uh, by, by Monday, but, uh, I, I want to try to get into, get in, take care of today. So I changed that and, uh, follow Acceler comics on Facebook, Instagram, and or Twitter, And follow Acceler underscore comics on WhatNot and TikTok. And uh, watch our shows on the WhatNot app uh, at, like I said, Acceler underscore comics on Fridays and or Saturdays. Uh, You can bookmark those shows now. I've got two shows set up for this weekend. uh, A mystery lot box uh, at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday. And then a $2 start uh, auction show starting at 8.30 p.m. uh, on Friday, uh, Eastern Standard Time on Friday as well. And uh, the biggest thing, if you go bookmark them now uh, and uh, if I end up changing them to Saturday or moving them later, which I do that pretty much every show I've done that so far. I don't think I've been the exact time and I keep uh, thinking uh, I can definitely get it that time this week. Um, but I'm going to be honest now. Uh, who knows? It might move either a little bit later Friday or maybe to Saturday, but if you bookmark it, uh, when I start, it will tell you that I'm starting regardless of when it happens. Uh, so do that please. And then check out what we have to offer on eBay at Accelerator_Comics underscore comics and accelercomics.com. And that'll do it.
1: And make sure you do the correct outro. I forgot to remind you earlier.
0: Oh, yeah. Actually, I already have that set up. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> All right, then, actually, too. And lastly, uh, watch the next uh, live stream of this show <clears throat> two weeks uh, from today. We're skipping next week, mm-hmm. uh, but but that'll be the first week of Cover Combat 2. So, it's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. Awesome. Mm. All right, let me get all this prepped. So that will do it. Uh, but until next time, don't forget that appreciating great art is awesome and reading a great story is fun. So why not pick up a comic book and do both? accelerate out.